Today is January 20th, 2022, and it is a day that will live in infamy if you are a woke wackadoodle because the Rubin Report, starting today, is now officially live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern from the city of Miami in the free state of Florida. We are in my house in our new temporary studio. This is just a temporary studio with a temporary background and a temporary table and temporary desks and temporary workers. I meant to tell you guys that before. We'll deal with that later. Uh, While we build out the main studio, it's going to take a little time because I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's some supply chain stuff going on because of this old senile fool Joe Biden. Let's go Brandon, by the way. Uh, So it's going to take us a little time to build out the full proper studio. So we're using the, uh, the screen background there. We've rigged this whole thing together. We literally got the keys to the house at about noon yesterday. We had boxes and wires and computers and Ikea stuff, and it was absolute madness, a mad dash to make something happen. But we ran a test show last night, which uh, thank you guys for all the fine compliments, and I'm glad that many of you uh, drank Dave's famous Paloma. I saw a lot of you doing it with me. Uh, So we did that last night. You can check that on YouTube or on Rumble if you want to see what we were up to last night. That was really just a test run to make sure that everything was going to be okay this morning. Um, I don't need to repeat myself, but I am very happy here in the free state of Florida, okay? Was I looking down a little bit right there? I should be looking up a little bit, right? That's what, there. there's the camera over there. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I'm very happy here in the free state of Florida. Things are great, and I just know that everything we're doing in terms of this show, but also the ideas that we're fighting for, they're just gonna flourish here. I feel it, I feel a weight off my chest. I feel reborn, it all sounds sort of cliche at some level, but it really, really is true. So most importantly, guys, uh, my one ask of you today, uh, whether you're watching hopefully on Rumble, but if you're watching on YouTube, of course, if you're watching on Blaze TV, just make sure that you're actually uh, subscribed and you can set some notification, whatever it is that you do, to know that our show is now live at 11 a.m. Eastern, which I think is actually a better time for everybody. It's a little earlier in the day on the Eastern side, for the people in the, on the West Coast uh, Pacific, you know, you're doing an 8 a.m. situation, but I think you're gonna work it out. You're getting your coffee ready, you're pulling yourself together, and you've got Dave in the background. What a wonderful way to start the day. Uh, so we got a couple stories for you today. Oh, and by the way, I will stick to my commitment from last night. I committed last night that if I, going forward on this program, if I gratuitously bring up California, which I guess I just did right now, so I now owe $5, I will put $5 in a fund. I don't wanna think about California anymore, okay? I'm done with California. I am on to greener pastures. I am on to the Everglades now. I am on to freedom country. So if I just gratuitously bring up California, oh, woe is me, I lived in California, there's a lot of homeless people, and everything is really falling apart, and the taxes are high, and there's this really bad man named Gavin Newsom, and he's very scary, and I think he's a psychopath. If I just bring up that place for no reason, I will put $5 every time I do it for the next year into a fund, and at the end of, that, at the, end of the year, we will see how much money is there, and we will figure out what to do with it. I don't know if it's going to the California Refugee Association. I don't know if I'm just gonna hand it all to Larry Elder so he can get a truck and get the hell over here and get out of there. We're gonna figure all that out. But that is my commitment 
uh, going forward. Anyway, one last thing and then we'll start. I just, as I said last night, I'm super psyched to be back in studio. I missed you guys. I love what I do. I missed talking to you about the news. I missed communicating one way or another. I, we did a lot of stuff in our locals community, uh, but I missed the show. I missed the show. The world is just nutty. It's just how it is. It ain't gonna get less nutty, at least for a while. And uh, for all of you that tune into this thing, to just like pilfer a little sanity out of it, it's like, it's a two-way street, because I get it from you guys too. So I'm super psyched to be back. And uh, thank you to my whole team and everyone that just helped us in this last month. It was a crazy month of moving, and you, you guys know, moving, getting a house, like it's all, it ain't easy, especially cross country, and then COVID and all the stuff. So it's all good. We got a great show for you today. We're gonna show you some COVID madness from mainstream media. First, this Don Lemon guy, you know about him, ridiculous guy over on CNN. We used to be friends, sort of. We used to go out to dinner every now and again. He's just lost his mind. Then there was this crazy story out of NPR yesterday that Neil Gorsuch, basically the Supreme Court Justice, was trying to kill Sonia Sotomayor because she's got diabetes and he didn't want to wear a mask. Turns out basically to be false, but that did not stop our friends on cable news. CNN, the comedy channel CNN, and the mental institution channel MSNBC, they had a ball with it. Uh, so we'll review some of that stuff. Uh, then there was really some crazy video. It went viral yesterday, and I thought it was uh, important to show you guys some really crazy video out of Canada, uh, out of Quebec on a TV show. It's in French, actually, uh, where a bunch of kids start talking about sort of what we should do to unvaccinated people. And if you don't think that there is sort of cascading damage to what we've done to society, what we've done to ourselves psychologically, what we've done to children, two years into lockdowns and mandates and infringing on people's rights and everything else. This will, this will truly put a chill up your spine if you haven't seen it. I mean, it is, it is, and I don't use it lightly, it is Nazi Germany style propaganda that kids are now repeating. I mean, really crazy stuff. Uh, and then finally, I thought it would be a nice way to wrap up our first show at the New Time here in Miami, Florida, uh, just talking about the mass migration happening across the United States. It's absolutely extraordinary. When you really see, we're gonna show you a map with some numbers, the amount of people that are fleeing blue states, of course, going to red states. And then on top of that, because these things are not disconnected, um, we're gonna show you some stuff related to people that you're not gonna believe this. They're moving away from the Democratic Party. They're moving away from the hysterical, authoritarian, progressive insanity and they're going to a Republican party that ain't perfect and sometimes it's a little weird and never really does as much as they should and never really live up to their ideals, but they're not completely bananas. So I think that's net good. So uh, that's all I've got to say about that. And before I get to any of that, I wanna to talk to you guys about Genucel. Uh Here we go. We don't have all of our stuff yet. Am I doing Genucel first? Where am I going? I'm going Genucel first. Oh, there we go, I put, it, I put it last in my notes. Okay, here we go. Guys, you know what the real secret to effective, world-class skincare is? It's the goodness of a creamy, one-of-a-kind base that absorbs easily into your skin to target those forehead wrinkles, laugh lines, crow's feet, under-eye bags, and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline. Genucel's Calendula flower base was formulated by a pharmacist to deliver specifically researched ingredients to the areas 
you want the most. It's hard to pick one thing I like most about their products. It could be their lightweight feel, how smooth they make my skin, or even their fresh scent. Their Crystallis microdermabrasion treatment smells like orange citrus. And with Genucel's immediate effects, you see results in 12 hours guaranteed. That's right, Genucel promises results that you'll fall in love with each time you look in the mirror or you'll get 100% of your money back. Now's the time to try Genucel yourself and see life-changing results like a million or like millions of others. Just go to lovegenucel.com slash Dave and order and save over 60% on Genucel's most popular package. And your Genucel most popular package order includes the Genucel Revitalizing Night Repair Cream free at checkout. That's love, G-E-N-U-C-L-E dot com slash Dave, lovegenucel.com slash Dave. And now back to me. So because of Mr. Joe Biden's supply chain stuff, we don't have our teleprompter yet. Actually, technically, we've got the teleprompter. I'm using it as a desk right now, but we don't have a tripod that can hold the teleprompter because regular tripods that we've got right there, it needs a little more weight, yada, yada, yada. On Monday, <laughs> I won't be holding notes. Uh, okay, so let's talk about this Don Lemon guy. So he's on the clown network known as CNN, and Don Lemon often refers to himself as a journalist. And I thought, for a moment, maybe we should just talk about what a journalist is, or at least what a journalist is supposed to be, or what we used to think of as journalists. And journalists would be people who would be out in the field impartially collecting information on a story to report the truth, to somehow go somewhere, see something that happened, talk to people who were part of whatever it was that they were reporting on, and give you a truthful, honest appraisal of what happened. Now, journalism to that degree is almost completely dead. Like, there is nobody that is an anchor on any news network that is a true journalist. Now, it's interesting because on Fox, usually they sort of tell you that they're opinion people, especially at night. Tucker's not pretending that he's a journalist. He's obviously giving you his opinion as he presents information. But Don Lemon has repeatedly on CNN said that he is a journalist. But he is not a journalist. He is an opinion maker who pretends he's reporting things impartially, impartially, and he simply does not. I say all of this to also say that Don and I used to be friends. Don had been on the show years ago. We've been out to dinner a bunch of times. And then one day he basically unfollowed me on Twitter, and that's it. It's okay. I don't really care about that. Like, it's not important. I'm just mentioning it because it's just like a little piece of the puzzle here. Uh, but Don Lemon was over on CNN yesterday, and just listen to the sort of hysterical lunacy that he's saying, and tell me, does this seem like an impartial way that someone might report what's happening in the world right now? Or does this sound like a crazy person? I've gotten <laughs> criticized for saying that we need to stop listening to the people and they, they should not be part of um, polite society, so to speak. You cannot expect, by the way, he is all of us. You know, I want to get up, I want to say, you're yes! jealous. You're jealous now, right? <laughs> I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking it anymore. Basically, that was that moment. He's right. He's right. But listen, the unvaccinated people in the U.S., they're key to the to the uh, reason that coronavirus, the variants are emerging. Um, and that the reason I'm looking at the stats from the CDC and the reason why it's replicating and, and mutating, it's because of unvaccinated people who are doing their own research online. I can't do my own research better than experts who's, who have devoted their lives to medical and, and scientific research. When I tell people, I said, you know, they'll say, well, I've been doing the own, my own research. And uh, last week I was in Miami. I said, how did you get to Miami? I flew. That's science. <laughs> so if you don't believe in science, why didn't you walk? Right. 
If you, it's, well, because I can't always follow the science. That's the reason that you're here. That's the reason that you don't have polio. That's the reason we don't see polio cases. That's the reason why we don't see smallpox cases is because your parents had the wherewithal and the sense to get you vaccinated as a child. So well, I don't understand that they had to that you had to because what we have to start doing things for the greater good of society and not for idiots who think that they can do their own research or that they are above the law and they can break the rules. Australia, Novak Djokovic, Australia said, no, 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 no. We're going to look at the greater good of everyone in our society, and you're not part of that. Oh, man. I mean, whatever you're thinking as you were watching it, it's like, what do I need to add to that? I mean, first off, is he a journalist? Did that strike you as he called people who do, do their own research idiots? Did that strike you as something a journalist might say? I am not a journalist, nor do I pretend to be a journalist. Um, but I believe, and this is going to be kind of crazy, guys, and you'll have to look into this later, but I believe that people who do their own uh, information finding, their own fact-checking, their own research, I think those are usually the bright people. I think those are the type of people I want to listen to. I think those are the type of people I want to talk to. I think those are the type of people who we should have more of in society as opposed to the sort of brainwashed masses that someone like Don Lemon loves. Of course, he also quotes the I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it line from the movie Network, which you haven't, if you haven't seen the movie Network, it's a classic. I think it was 1979. Can I get a year on that? I believe it was around 79. It is an absolute extraordinary movie. I think they were going to remake it a couple years ago. I'm not sure what happened, uh, but about a news anchor who just can't deal with the bullshit anymore, the political bullshit, what's happening happening economically in the country, all of the nonsense. Now this is back, you know, like 40 years ago basically, and there's this great incredible scene, maybe we'll play it for you tomorrow, where he yells, I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore, meaning you've pushed me far enough, all of the BS has pushed me far enough. Don Lemon is using that in the complete reverse way because what he was referring to at the top when he's talking about this guy, he's referring there was a video that came out of a German man hysterically screaming at a bunch of unvaccinated people. By the way, Don Lemon also completely lied about this thing that Joe Biden says all the time, that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated and it's the unvaccinated causing new variants. I had never heard that one before. That was a new one. Um, so, well, don't watch CNN. Don't watch CNN. I guess that's it. Thank you very much. Network came out in 1976. And if you have not seen it, you absolutely should. That's it. We're having a Ruben Report movie night. Sorry, guys. No more of this Star Wars nonsense. We're doing Network. Uh, 1976. Great, great movie. I believe maybe it won an Oscar. I think it won a couple Oscars. Well, well, not important right now. Anyway, Don Lemon is a ridiculous person. But if you think Don Lemon is the only ridiculous person uh, sort of out there pretending to be a journalist. Well, then there's this thing called NPR, National Public Radio, and it's partially at least funded by us, the taxpayers. And you would think that if we, the people, are funding uh, news, if we're funding journalism, that it would be impartial because it's for all of us and we're all feeding into it. <laughs> That's not how it works, people. Uh, NPR had a report that basically said that uh, Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch, who is vaccinated, but just chose not to wear a mask, that in essence, he's been in a fight with Sonia Sotomayor, who's also a Supreme Court Justice, because she wants him to be wearing a mask. She, of course, is vaccinated well, but she has diabetes, so she wants him to be in a mask, 
because you know whatever you want someone else to do with their health and put on their body and everything else, you know, it's now up to you. That's more important than what they want. Anyway, this story went bananas yesterday. Like everybody was saying, he's trying to kill her and it's horrible and everything else. But then of course it basically turned out not to be true. So even the New York Times, the failing miserable propaganda outlet, all the news that's fit to make up, the New York Times, even they had to sort of backtrack from it. We've got some info from the New York Times. I don't get to quote them that often on this show. In an unusual joint statement on Wednesday, Justices Sonia Sotomayor and Neil Gorsuch sought to rebut reports that Justice Gorsuch's refusal to wear a mask at a Supreme Court at Supreme Court arguments has created a tension between them. Reporting that Justice Sotomayor asked Justice Gorsuch to wear a mask surprised us, the statement said. It is false. While we may sometimes disagree about the law, we are warm colleagues and friends. A few hours later, Chief Justice John Roberts issued his own statement. I did not request Justice Gorsuch or any other justice to wear a mask on the bench, he said. Since the justices returned this month from their holiday break, all of them started to wear masks in the courtroom except Justice Gorsuch. And now what you might find interesting about this, you're not gonna believe this, guys. This one, are you sitting? If you're, if you're standing while you're watching this, you need to sit right now because cable news, the pundits, what did they do with this story? Well, take a look. Anti-mask insanity has now reached the highest court in the land. Neil Gorsuch is prioritizing his right to be a tool over protecting Sonia Sotomayor's life. Gorsuch loves COVID, which makes him the perfect, ah, perfect Republican. He thinks very little of coronavirus precautions. Gorsuch has the nerve to refuse to wear a mask indoors while seated next to his colleague who's vulnerable to possible death from a highly communicable disease. Where's the collegiality? Where's the common sense? That just seems ridiculous. Can you put a mask on to be polite? What kind of workplace is this? It's not hard. Justice Gorsuch had to know that this would become a public controversy. Um, And so I think he did this as a branding opportunity. What's up with Justice Gorsuch? If all of the other, including all of the other conservative members of the court, are willing to go along with this, why not him? Every other justice is masking up, even Clarence Thomas, who doesn't seem to care about anybody. But nope. Not Gorsuch. He could not be bothered to extend a life-saving courtesy to his co-worker. It not only displays a lack of basic civility as a co-worker, but also a lack of humanity. While Gorsuch's behavior here is pretty disgraceful, I guess it shouldn't be that surprising. A prickly justice, not exactly beloved, even by his conservative soulmates on the court. Confirmation of what we all already knew. Whatever you think about Mass, Gorsuch, who sits next to Sotomayor at work, just decided to be a dick to a colleague. Neil Gorsuch, shame on you. Shame on you. I mean, those are all horrible people. They are propagandists and liars. The story turned out to be false. It's one of those stories where even when you start hearing about it, I was in the middle of a lot of stuff yesterday, unpacking and everything else, but as I saw it coming across Twitter, it was like, this doesn't even ring as true, but they all use it for their political purposes, so I get it. Joy Reid should just be put in a mental institution in a padded cell. Like, you really, she should be studied, truly. Uh, But the rest of these people, yes, he really wants to kill her. And also, if the vaccines work, and he's vaccinated, Gorsuch, and she's vaccinated, Sotomayor, and she's wearing a mask, why would he also have to wear a mask? And these liars, and that's all that they are, it's like they're in studios not wearing masks. They have coworkers who might have diabetes, who might be fat, 
who might have a whole bunch of other stuff going on? Do you think they care? And do you think they wear masks when they're at restaurants and breaking all the rules that they are telling you? And of course, to reference the earlier story, Don Lemon said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? It's unvaccinated people causing new variants except they're both vaccinated. So they're sitting next to each other and she's got a mask and they're both vaccinated. So what really is going on here? And just more than anything else, that they would dare say things like she wants them to die, right? That he wants her to die. Like, do you think that perhaps that's a bit over the top? But these are ridiculous people who have brainwashed millions and millions of people. And it's our job to fix this. We must fix it. We must save society. That's the plan. All right, guys, let's talk about Start Mail. You know, free email services like Gmail and Yahoo aren't really free. You pay with your privacy. Internet giants bank on exploiting your data by selling it to the highest bidder. Your business plan, Google's got it. Your medical records, Yahoo can sell them to drug companies. Personally, I don't want to open myself up to identity theft, and I can't imagine you do either. That's why I suggest using Startmail. It makes email safe again. Startmail keeps email private, period. When you delete an email in Startmail, it's gone forever, and Startmail uses their own servers, not Amazon's, which means they can't be put out of business like Parler. Switching to Startmail is seamless too. You can easily transfer all of your current email data so there's no starting from scratch. You get unlimited anonymous aliases. This feature protects your main email address from spam and phishing attacks so that people can't sell your info and they can be deleted at any time. I keep saying the way forward is to build competitive businesses that support our privacy values, which is why I value the service Startmail provides. Your cybersecurity has never been more at risk. Take control of your privacy with Startmail before it's too late. Start securing your email privacy with Startmail. Sign up today and you'll get 50% off your first year. Go to startmail.com slash Ruben. That's startmail, start with a T, S-T-A-R-T, mail.com slash Ruben for 50% off your first year. Startmail.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. All right, so there was a really, really crazy viral video yesterday, and I'm sure some of you have seen it, but if you, if you have seen it, it's worth watching again, and if you haven't seen it, we, we had to show you this video. It's, it's deeply disturbing. I mean, it was, it was sort of chills up the spine disturbing. There is a show up in Quebec, in French Canada, uh, hosted by a woman named Julie Snyder, and they brought on some kids to talk about mandates and vaccines and what should happen to people, and... Well, just listen. Au vaccin, vous autres? Oui, tous les deux, on a une seule dose. Ah oui? Puis est-ce que vous êtes d'accord, vous autres, avec la vaccination obligatoire? Oui. Oui? Ah, ah oui, hein? Wow. On dirait que je les ai drillés, Julie. Oui. <rire> Puis qu'est-ce qu'on devrait faire avec les gens qui veulent pas se faire vacciner? On devrait euh, appeler la police. Ouh, oui. 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 S'ils n'ont pas leur vaccin, ça peut mettre beaucoup de personnes en danger. Fait comme le gouvernement est en train de faire en ce moment, il faut leur couper petite chose à petite jusqu'à temps qu'ils qu se tannent et qu'ils se fassent vacciner. En tout cas, vous avez, on a des futurs politiciens à côté de nous. All right. I mean, you see what we've done to children? Okay? So I don't know everything about those kids individually and I'm not making it about those kids. And let's not have anyone dox those kids. I know my audience would do that kind of thing. Um, but do you see what we have done to children? Do you see what we've done to society? The adults cheering them on, yes, yes, call the police, arrest them. Do you see what they're doing to society? Uh, there was a couple things in there. First off, this idea 
guys, as children, as experts, is so deeply dangerous. One of the things that this reminded me of, actually, was after the Parkland shooting. You may remember the Parkland shooting of about three years ago at Parkland High School here in Florida. My friend and, and colleague now, Kyle Kashub, was one of the students at Parkland. And if you remember, all of the kids, well, all of the kids, actually, who became uh, anti-Second Amendment advocates. They all got on the covers of all the magazines and they all went on all the TV shows and they did their town halls on CNN where they attacked Dana Loesch and Marco Rubio and everything else and they constantly were propped up by the media. Then Kyle eventually, as the one kid who came out of it in a public sense as a Second Amendment advocate, he sort of made a name for himself through more conservative media, let's say. Uh, but this idea that kids should be thought of as experts is so insanely dangerous. That's not to dismiss anything that these kids have lived through as their parents have put them in masks, and they've, as they've been forced to inject themselves with things. It's not to dismiss anything that the kids at Parkland or any other shooting went through. But because you're involved in shooting doesn't mean you're an expert in guns and gun safety and the Constitution and our God-given rights, et cetera, et cetera. So they bring these kids on. They say the most authoritarian, crazy things. Their brains are not yet developed. How old were those kids? Maybe seven, something like that? Like they don't have all of the faculties to really think through the issues. Oh, 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 if you do the thing that the state doesn't want you to do, call the police. Yeah, let's get these people out of society. This is seriously Nazi youth type stuff. I am sorry if that offends you or bothers you. But Nazis didn't just show up one day. We all know this. They didn't just show up one day. And it wasn't like a society was perfectly healthy one day. And then this Hitler guy showed up. And then it was like everyone went bananas and was calling the police on their neighbors and being like, yeah, yeah let's get those people into the, into the trains, right? These things happen slowly. Uh, you remember that video I played of Jordan Peterson talking about this, that this is how authoritarians move. You just change things every day, little slower. People stop asking questions, stop pushing back. And then there's people like Don Lemon who don't want people to ask questions, don't want them to do their own research, et cetera, et cetera. And now they have infected, infected the brains of children so that children want to call the police on people who don't want to do the thing that they want them to do. Do you think this is dangerous stuff? Has this thing gotten completely out of control? And yet it is pushed. And I would recommend to my friends, I know we have a lot of viewers in Canada and I know Canada is a mess and I've got at least three, I think, Canadian friends. Well, I have a couple of Canadian friends who've already moved here to Florida, but I have at least three other friends who are considering it right now. It's like, it's not gonna get fixed there. You guys don't have states' rights. Justin Trudeau is out of control. Your media is funded by the government. Like, it's bad news. You should get out. You should get out and find a better place to live because they're telling you what the next generation is gonna think. So if you think this generation of moronic leaders like Justin Trudeau uh, are bad, what do you think that kid, what do you think that seven-year-old kid is gonna be like in 20 years when he's 27 years old and he's angry and he's pissed and the world was destroyed and he won't even realize that it was, it was the ideas that he was fed that destroy the world and now he wants more power. And he realizes that he can use the police to arrest people who do things that he doesn't want them to do because that's the power that has been given over to the state. I think we got a problem on our hand. Get out of Canada, Florida's pretty freaking great. Uh, all right, let's do uh, one more ad for you and then we'll, uh, we'll move on to the final story. I wanna talk to you guys about Cozy Earth. Got a lot of papers here today, I'm a, I'm a paper shuffler. Uh, you know, one of the best things about being filmed from the waist up is that I can look like a like business on top while being super comfy 
down below. For those of you who have been working from home and participating in multiple Zoom meetings over the past year, you know exactly what I mean. That's why no gift will be more appreciated heading into the new year than Cozy Earth's sheets, pajamas, or loungewear. I love their sweats. I've been wearing them all the time, actually. Uh, they are so soft and lightweight, and that's because they're made from super soft viscous from highly sustainable bamboo. Cozy Earth's bedding and loungewear are also temperature regulating so you'll sleep comfortably year round. It's no wonder that Cozy Earth has become the bedding of choice for interior designers and celebrities. Cozy Earth is so confident you'll love their products, you can try anything risk-free with their 100-night trial. If you don't love it, return it for a hundred, within 100 days for free. So this new year, give the gift that will be appreciated every single night, Cozy Earth Bedding and Loungewear. And now my audience can save 35% off on Cozy Earth Bedding and Loungewear. Just go to CozyEarth.com, enter my promo code DAVE, and save 35%. Hurry, that's 35% off at CozyEarth.com, promo code DAVE, CozyEarth.com. And now back to me. I'm telling you guys, the sweats are absolutely incredible. Okay, we got one more story for you today that I thought really would be a nice way to end the show today and illustrative of what's going on here in the world right now and why a humble guy like me who just wanted to go out to California and make it. That's not a gratuitous use of California, by the way. I'm making a point about California. Um, I just wanted to go out there and make it and I did it. I did eight years there and I did the thing you do when you go to California. I became a success and then I fled. Uh, but why a guy like me had to flee and it's not just me. There are quite literally hundreds of thousands, if not at this point, at least almost a million people who are in the middle of this migration process. We are watching a rather extraordinary uh, rejiggering of the entire map politically, culturally. We are watching the red and the blue split. I know a lot of people are upset by that, but in some ways I think there's a lot of good arguments for it and it's actually okay. And your state should matter more than the federal government, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a lot of evidence now that this is happening all over, all over the country. And it's not just California that people are fleeing. Uh, so we've got some info here from Becker News. The evidence is now in that authoritarian COVID policies have become extremely unpopular. Since the COVID pandemic in July 2020 to July 2021, Americans have fled blue states. Meanwhile, states that banned vaccine mandates saw a surge in population in the aggregate. So of course, you guys know that. We're gonna show you a chart here. There's a map for you and just take a look at the map. And what you are seeing basically is that all of the blue states, with some minor exceptions, People are fleeing, people are getting the freak. I almost said the other F word, but they're really pushing me on that these days. They're getting out of the blue states, they're getting out of states that are endlessly locked down, and they are moving to red states. And not only are they moving to red states, but you guys know this, all of these ridiculous politicians, like Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, and Gavin Newsom, and you know, up in California, is that one gratuitous? I'll throw in five bucks for that one, just for saying Gavin Newsom's name. You know what, every time I say his name, I'll throw in five bucks, so that's it, so start the tally, all right? Um, these people vacation here. AOC vacations in Florida. Eric Swalwell vacations in Florida. These people don't believe their own policies. They don't believe their own nonsense. They want to destroy their states, and I think they're doing it quite well. Bill de Blasio, you know, people, Talk about Bill de Blasio, this socialist who ruined New York City. And a lot of people are like, he was a failure. Look at New York City now, the homelessness, the drug use, the mass migration, all of this stuff. And it's like, was he a failure? Or did he do exactly what a socialist would wanna do? 
I'm pretty sure that he did. This is quite extraordinary if you look at the map. Connor, can we pull that map up again? Uh, this is really incredible stuff. California has lost roughly 367,000 people. That is a crazy, crazy number. Florida, on the other hand, and hopefully all of these people know what they're fleeing and what they're gonna vote for once they're here, has gained 220,000 people. Um, like, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding, right? Do you know anyone, because I don't, do you know anyone in your own life? I would really love to hear it. Please contact us one way or another, who is like, you know what, I can't take it in Florida anymore with my ability to make my own decisions. Uh, I'm moving to New York. Like, it sounds ridiculous, but you could see someone being like, you know, I've lived in New York City my entire life and I've never seen more crime and it doesn't seem safe and the businesses are all closed and they've got these vaccine mandates and the people who are in charge don't even abide by them. I'm moving to Florida. Like, that does make sense, right? So you don't even have to look at the stats, right? I can read stats to you, but like, think about your own life. Think about what you're doing in your own life. Think about the places you aspire to be. Think about the places that other people aspire to be. Think about the places that people wanna leave. It's like nobody. Actually, I do know one person who moved to New York City in all of the last two years, and believe it or not, it was my mother-in-law because she fell in love. She actually fell in love, and the guy, great guy, I'm not gonna name him right here, but a really, really wonderful guy, uh, lives in New York City. I don't know how long they're gonna stay there, uh, but she fell in love and moved to New York City. So. I guess strange things have happened, but the point is, guys, you see what's going on here. And, and just to add a little bit more on this, uh, there's a, some info here from the Daily Mail in terms of people's political leanings changing right now as well. A new survey conducted by Gallup revealed that 47% of Americans identified as Republican or Republican leaning at the end of 2021. That's a 9% increase in support from the start of the year. So what I thought was extraordinary about that is it doesn't surprise me, obviously, that more people are sort of leaning right, right? They're going, okay, the wokesters, the leftists, whatever is remaining of the sane liberals, none of this works. The Democrats are basically all crazy liars. I can't find, you know, there's Joe Manchin, he's all right, and you got Kirsten Cinema, and maybe Tulsi's still a Democrat, I don't know, but there's really just nothing left there. There are no sort of sane liberal pundits. I would put, let's put Bill Maher on the side, or okay, you can put him where you wanna put him in that. There's just nothing left over there. So as I often say on the show, uh, you don't have to be a Republican, but you cannot be a Democrat. I don't know that I really consider myself a Republican. A Republican is part of a political party. You're part of the Republican political party. Like, I don't need to be part of a political party per se. I think that's sort of an old school way of looking at things. But do the conservative set of views, do the basic ideas of freedom and rule of law and personal choice, are those a better set of ideas than whatever the freak is going on with this collectivist authoritarian lunacy and this obsession with race and gender and state power and taxing the shit out of you. It's like, the choice is yours, man, and, and everyone gets it. Everyone gets it, and I have nothing else to say about it. Uh, guys, we got one more ad for you because uh, we actually, you know, we've been a little light on shows. No, no, we don't. Well, <laughs> that's it. Well, I'll give you an ad. People, if you're watching this program right now, I'm Dave Rubin, host of The Rubin Report. We are now live every day, every weekday that is, at 11 a.m. Eastern. Man, that's gonna take time. That is, it's, it's so lodged in my brain. We are now live from Miami, Florida, 
every day at 11 a.m. Eastern. And do me a solid. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, would you subscribe over there? I, and by the way, I'm hearing a lot from people in the last couple of weeks about being unsubscribed. So just make sure you're subscribed, even if you think that you are. Uh, really, obviously, though, I wanna push people, of course, to Rumble, because I really think we are building an incredible parallel economy with Rumble and locals and everything else. So uh, please uh, go subscribe over on Rumble. You can watch on Blaze TV. And I'm Dave Rubin doing a commercial for Dave Rubin on Dave Rubin's Rubin Report. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubinreport.locals.com.